Welcome to the Sleep Fairy Way podcast. I'm your host, Jessalyn Romney, a baby sleep consultant and a mother of four. I'm here to teach you everything I know about baby sleep, motherhood, postpartum, and more. I'm so happy you're here. Hi friends, welcome to the podcast today. Today is a little bit different. We are gonna be talking about hormones. Hormones is such a big part of our lives, right? I feel like, I don't know about you, but my hormones have been rocked through all my pregnancies, through honestly my whole life. And I just feel like every single one of us has some sort of issue going on with our hormones. And I, of course, for the last you know 12 years of my life have basically just been off and on birth control because that's just what the doctors always told me. Oh, you have irregular bleeding? Here, take birth control. Oh, you have PCOS? Here, take birth control. Oh, you have acne? Here, take birth control. No matter what I struggled with, the answer was always birth control. Now, if you are on birth control and that works for you, great. Over the years, I learned that it was wrecking my system and I was bleeding all the time and they would say, oh, it can take three months on this birth control. Three months later, still bleeding? Oh, well, let's try this new birth control for three months. And so every three months I was switching birth controls And after a year or so, I was like, you know what? Never mind. I want to have another baby now anyways. And then I would have a baby, go through pregnancy, and then I would start the whole process over again. Okay, I'm having these hormone issues. Great. Here's birth control. And after my fourth baby, I was just so tired of all the birth controls, of switching up all the medications, and also of bleeding. I literally bled. This is not a joke. I bled for a year off and on. I would maybe go five or 10 days without bleeding, and then I would bleed again for like two weeks. And then I would not bleed for a little bit, and then I would bleed again. And literally every time I went to the doctor, they would say, oh, let's just try this different form of birth control. And it just wasn't working. And I was like, that's it. I'm done. I am cutting out all birth control, all the hormones out of my system. And I just need to find a baseline of where my body is at and see what it actually needs. I kid you not. Two weeks after stopping birth control, I stopped bleeding and I didn't bleed again until my normal cycle, which I mean, normal cycle for me is (laughs) a loose term because I've never had a regular cycle, but I was having like 30 to 35 day cycles and no bleeding in between. I was like, oh my gosh, this is the answer. This is the answer. I just needed to get off birth control. Well, of course, you know, nine, 12 months later, it's all kind of a blur. I started bleeding again. And in June of this year, I bled for 31 days straight. (laughs) Are you excited you're listening to this glamorous episode right now? I bled for 31 days straight and I was exhausted. I was so over it. I I felt like I had tried everything and yet I could not stop the bleeding. So I, what I naturally do is I dive deep into research. I started listening to all the hormone books. I took a hormone program. I went to naturopaths. I listened to all the podcasts about hormones. I did all the research I possibly could. And here are a few things that I learned. Number one, our bodies want to work. Our bodies are designed to work. Our bodies are designed to create hormones that balance each other out so that they can function well so that we can have regular periods that we can have clear skin that we can have a period without having cramps or clotting or mood swings and we're supposed to have energy and not be consumed by food cravings just all of these things that i started learning made so much sense to me i'm like of course that makes sense of course our bodies are designed to be this way we're not supposed to be miserable every single month we're not supposed to have cysts bursting all the time i have pcos and i've had a few cyst bursts and it is awful, absolutely excruciating. We're not supposed to have hives all over our elbows for five years like I did before I found out I had Hashimoto's disease and went gluten-free. All of these things I feel like were my body just screaming at me like, hey, listen up, (laughs) we need your help. And it took me so long to listen to that. And I finally 
took the time to learn and understand about my body so that I could start treating it the way that it needs to be treated so that it can work properly. Now, obviously I am not a doctor. I am not a hormone expert. I am not an endocrinologist. Like I am not any of these things. This is just my personal journey. And maybe something that I say today will resonate with you so that you can make changes in your life so that you can feel better. I've been on this hormone journey. I mean, really since January, I've been listening to books and trying different things. But for the last four months, I really, really tried to dive deep and fix the system in my body so that it can work better and it's starting to show results. I'm starting to see that my body is trying to heal. They say that it takes about three months for your changes to show up in your cycle, meaning if you have a really stressful event, that will show up three cycles later in your cycle in the form of like a missed period or a heavy period or something like that. The opposite is true. If you are trying to heal your hormones, that will start to show up three months later. So I don't know how true that is. That's just what I've heard. And that's actually what I've seen in my own life because I've been on this journey for about four months and I'm starting to slowly see the results of that. So again, I just want to share a few things that have been working for me, super tiny changes that have made a huge difference. And even if you aren't having missed periods or super heavy painful periods, or even if you aren't having these crazy mood swings, I think that everybody who goes through pregnancy has a huge shift in hormones. So these things aren't going to hurt. In fact, they're just going to help your body balance itself out again after all of these changes that it's gone through. So the first thing that I learned, I listened to The Woman Code. I don't know if you've listened to that book. I love it. It is super short and easy to understand. And I feel like it made a huge difference in my understanding of how my body's supposed to work. So if you haven't listened to that, go listen to that. But one of the things that I learned in there is that our bodies can basically either make cortisol or progesterone, which is a super important hormone. I, we learned this from Dr. Heather Rhodes when I had her on the podcast a few episodes back. If you haven't listened to that one, go listen to that one. It's super helpful too. So if you are in fight or flight, if you are stressed, if your cortisol levels are high, it's going to be really hard for your body to make progesterone, which is the hormone that helps us to relax and feel calm and sleep well and have glowing skin. So I have found that well, what I discovered is that my body was basically in fight or flight all the time. And I still feel that way sometimes. I'm really, really working on it. But I think that from having babies and going straight into postpartum depression, my body never really came back down from that. And I feel like it's kind of been stuck in this like hyperactive mode where I just kind of feel tense all the time. And again, I've been working on it. It's so much better, but I didn't realize that that's where it was coming from because my body was just getting used to making more cortisol and less progesterone. And so you can see how if my body's not making progesterone to calm me down and it's continually making cortisol going up, you can see how somebody could feel like they are just in fight or flight all the time if those are the hormones going through my body, right? I would say the number one thing that I have done is worked really hard on resetting my nervous system. And that is a huge phrase and I'm still learning about it, but basically what I've done is I slowed my workouts down. So when you are working out really hard, that is your body is producing cortisol during that time. So I have literally for the last few weeks, I've just been walking. I have been walking two miles in the morning and it is relaxing, it is calm. I mean, I still try to walk at a fast pace so I'm getting a workout in but I'm not like lifting heavy weights and I'm not running for a long period of time. Actually, I'm not running at all. <laughs> I'm just walking and enjoying my time outside. So for 30 minutes a day right now, I am just walking and it's been incredible. I feel so much better. The other thing that I've been doing is I've taken time a few times a day to just take deep breaths. And I feel like this is 
I hate saying that and it's so annoying because people say that all the time like oh just breathe just breathe and it's like okay well how is taking a deep breath going to change my life reset my nervous system but what it really does is signal to your body that you are in a safe environment like I am safe I am okay I am loved everything is fine so if you say those things while you're taking a deep breath you are sending signals to your brain that you are safe and that your body does not need the cortisol does not need the stress hormone right now so I try to do that first thing when I wake up I try to do it once or twice in the afternoon and then I try to do it before bed just continually reminding my body body brain and body (laughs) I'm continually reminding my brain and my body that I am safe and that is literally what our body needs to hear because when we are in fight or flight when we are having these intense moments or when we have cortisol running through our body our bodies are designed for survival right and so cortisol goes through our body because our body thinks that there is danger and we need to survive the situation but if you remind your body that you are safe and then it's like oh okay so you don't need this right now cool i'll just lower the cortisol and as i do that throughout the day i can feel my stress level going down 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 and it has made a huge difference the other thing that i've done to lower my stress hormones is journaling i used to be a really good journaler and then i did not journal for literally like a decade which is so horrible i feel like there's just going to be missing records of me i kind of treated social media like my personal social media like my journal but there is something about putting pen to paper that has made a huge difference to me and I know it'll make a huge difference to you because there are literally studies that show that writing things down gets that stuff out of your brain and onto paper and it makes a huge difference in your body's ability to relax because you don't have all of these things running through your brain. I know I talked about this in an earlier episode, things making my life easier, but the reason this is making my life easier is because it is lowering my stress level. So Again, the number one thing that I have done is focusing on my nervous system and doing small things that have made a huge difference in lowering my stress level so that my body understands that I'm that I am safe and that it's okay to make progesterone instead of cortisol. Okay, the second thing I have been focusing on is drinking water the second that I wake up. I have always only drank water. I don't like soda. It burns my nose. I don't understand it. Like, I don't, like, literally the only thing I ever drink is water. So I always thought, well, I'm hydrating enough. Like, I drink water all day long. But I never realized how important it was to drink water the second that you wake up. This, one, helps your body hydrate after going eight nine hours all night long without drinking anything but two it also signals to your body and your brain like hey i'm awake let's get this metabolism going let's get going and i don't understand the science behind it but it's also supposed to help with constipation or any digestive issues you are having and it really has made such a difference just drinking water right when you wake up so i always fill up my water before bed you can keep it on your nightstand or keep it in the kitchen but right when you wake up drink eight ounces of water at least, minimum. This one, I really noticed a difference in how I felt within two days of doing this. And now I literally wake up thirsty. Like I cannot imagine waking up and not having water available to me. Or if I forgot to fill up my water bottle the night before, I'm like getting mad as I'm trying to fill up my water because I wake up so thirsty. My body is now in the habit of it. And it makes a difference to just start your day fully hydrated. That was something that I also learned in the woman code. She talked about how important it is. And I was like, okay, well, that's a super easy change. Like I was really overwhelmed when I was listening to all the information out there about hormones. But to me, that was the easiest takeaway that I could start the next day. I was like, okay, well, I can drink water right when I wake up. Not a big deal. And that made a huge difference for me. 
so much so that I was like, okay, I'm, I want to keep going. I want to keep doing this and I want to keep finding more things that are going to make me feel better because if this tiny, tiny change can make a big difference, I can't wait to see what the other changes can do for me. Okay, and the third thing that I've been doing to help fix my hormones is focusing on foods that fuel my body. And I know this feels like an obvious one. And honestly, I have done macros, okay? I have done the macros so many times. And so I thought that I knew what it meant to fuel my body. I knew that if I was sticking to my proteins, my fats, and my carbs, everything was going to be great, right? What I didn't realize is the way that I was getting those things into my body is I was drinking a ton of protein shakes. Like I was like, it's totally fine if I just eat this cookie as long as I have a protein shake with it, right? Like <laughs> balance. If I put it in my macro tracker, I have the right amount of carbs, fat, and protein in this little snack. So it's not a big deal, which again, for some people, maybe that's not a big deal. And maybe macros are the only thing that you need right now. But for me personally, my body was lacking so many nutrients that I needed to replenish by adding more nutrient dense foods into my diet. Now I'm kind of a picky eater and I really like sweet things. So this has always been the hardest thing for me, which is why I think I put it off for so long. But when I started adding more veggies into my life as much as I could, I started noticing a big difference in my blood sugar levels. I felt like I had energy throughout the day. Like I wasn't having these blood sugar crashes where I get all this energy and then I'm ready to take a nap. Like I just had steady energy all day long. So much so that I was feeling so great that it motivated me to keep going. And it's been four months of doing this and I still feel motivated to keep going because of how much better I feel. And when I don't keep, when I don't pay attention to it, like if I wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to have a waffle for breakfast and then I'm going to have cereal for a snack and I just am basically eating carbs and sugar all day, I can feel the difference. I feel exhausted. I feel like crap and I'm like, it's not even worth it anymore. Yes, I enjoy a treat every now and then, okay? Like I'm not depriving myself of things that I love, but I'm also making sure that I'm adding things in that will support my hormones. I posted a reel on this the other day, but it makes my life so much easier if on Monday I make a huge sheet pan dinner full of veggies. I'll post the link in the show notes if you want it, but basically I just choose all my favorite veggies, chop it up, and then I get some chicken apple sausage, chop it up, put it all in one big sheet pan, cover it in extra virgin olive oil, and then Costco has this super delicious like salt, pepper, garlic, salt seasoning, and I just shake that over the top. Bake it at 400 degrees for 20 to 25 minutes. And then not only do I have that for dinner over rice with some like teriyaki sauce, but then I put it in Tupperwares and I have that for lunch two or three days after that. So I know for a fact that at least the first three or four days of the week, I'm getting in a ton of veggies. And maybe that's what you do normally, but this is like a huge change for me because normally I would have like a waffle for breakfast, a sandwich for lunch, some enchiladas for dinner, a cere- like a bowl of cereal for a snack and call it a day. And I was just not getting veggies in like I should be doing. So prepping ahead of time, making sure that I start my week off right really sets me up for success. The other way I've added in veggies is in the morning, if I'm making eggs, I just put some spinach in there. So I make a spinach and egg omelet so that I'm starting my day off with some leafy greens with fiber. But first thing in the morning, I'm already off to a good start. Full of protein, veggies, healthy fats. I'll use like avocado oil or something to cook it in instead of using cooking spray. And that little bit of prep has made such a difference. So just to recap, these tiny things I've been doing to change my hormones are one, doing small things to reset my nervous system, to bring my stress levels down, like journaling, going for walks, and taking deep breaths. Number two, drinking water first thing in the morning. And number three, 
focusing on foods that fuel my body, adding in more veggies and healthy fats anywhere that I can. Now, if these tiny little changes can make a big difference in my life, somebody who has PCOS, who has Hashimoto's, who has struggled with acne and infertility and hives and irregular periods, missed periods, long periods my entire life, I know that these little changes can make a big difference for you too. Again, I'm not a medical professional, but these are just things that have made a difference for me. So if you feel like you are struggling with your hormones, if you feel like you are off balance, try these little things and see if they make a difference. If not, go see a doctor, a naturopath, somebody who can help you because you deserve to feel good. You deserve to have your body work the way that it was designed to work. Okay, Thank you for tuning in today. You're amazing. I appreciate you being here so, so much. And I will see you next week. If you want to learn more about the resources I have to offer, head to thesleepfairyway.com or follow me on Instagram at the underscore sleepfairy. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you next time.